You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Why do you never see elephants hiding in trees? Why? Because they're so good at it. <laughs> that makes zero sense have you ever seen one no thank you very much you're listening to the laughing couple podcast with your hosts Brittany and ryan ostafi join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships kids sex parenting all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter please welcome your hosts Brittany and ryan ostafi hi hello this is my favorite because we've spent the whole morning together it's been such a chaotic morning and then i feel like we intro this as if like oh my god it's good to see you fancy meeting you here for the Third year in a row. This is our three-year anniversary. How freaking crazy! Well, is three that? years complete. Yeah, we're into season four. That's insane. Like that's insane. We we often talk about um, like this is just it's habitual for us, right? Habitual. Like, we do it. We love doing it. And ever so often, we're like, um, you know, I don't know if this is really reaching the people that we're putting the effort in. Like we. People always say, oh, you, I, I can start a podcast. I, anyone can do it. It's so much more work. But you can. You absolutely can. This isn't me saying yeah, you can't. Do, do it. <laughs> do it. If you, I'm Shia LaBeouf. Do it. <laughs> I'm just saying podcasts require, I think, a consistent effort. That's the hardest part of a podcast is like keeping with it because there have been so many times where we were like, I'm done. Well, the hardest part about a podcast isn't just being consistent. It's showing up when there's real life like we're married yeah and we have real life stuff that happens to us and then showing up bless you thank you i was trying Ble- to hide it yeah, yeah. you got it okay like there's been many episodes that we have been in like serious uh not getting along mood <laughs> and then use the podcast to yeah. get that out yeah which you guys you're welcome you've heard you get to hear us fight 
Uh, but it's almost therapeutic because we can't say what we really want to say, but we get to say what we should say on the podcast. No, that's not true. Oh, not I at would, all. Not, would, not true at all. I just made all that up. I would never say that I can't say that I, what I really want to say. I'd say that it forces us to be more effective in our communication instead of just reacting emotionally. Yeah, like I'm not allowed to say, fuck you, Brittany. <laughs> Well, you shouldn't anyways if you're I know, like I don't. I don't, obviously. Okay, so... But if I were to, could you imagine what it would be like if I did? We we really think about how we've had the privilege of talking about these conversations. And um, we we kind of thank the podcast because we might not have had them otherwise, right? Probably like, would have broke up. Yeah. <laughs> if we ever broke up, I'd never be sad. What is that? You don't know that song? No. Oh, it's a song. It's really good. Anyway. Uh, when so, I break up... This yeah, is, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the no, man. No, that is not. That's not coming on to you. It's not the one. When I break up, we are going to start with. That's I, not the right words at all of that song. That's not the song I was singing. Oh. If we ever broke up, I'll never be sad. No, Think the song I was singing. What the song I'm singing up. is like. Do, do, do. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who coming on to you. And I would walk five. I actually What's, hate that song. It's okay. Five thousand miles. That's what it's called. Okay. It's so annoying. Well, okay. Back to the podcast, shall we? What are we doing this episode? Well, this episode is, a uh, well, it's a, our anniversary. So why would we not have a conversation about some of our favorite episodes, not in the past year, but in the last three years? Because we didn't realize, I, get, I don't think you, I don't think we realize how frequent this thing is yeah i know i was like scrolling through them i'm like holy shit like they keep going like but 150 plus episodes uh recorded that's a lot of conversations to be had and i think sometimes we overlook the impact because it seems i think part of it's imposter syndrome as well like uh I love that we get to do this, but when we get these messages and, and we do get them a lot and it always just feels so amazing to know that we've either helped, excuse me, start a conversation in a relationship or helped, um, facilitate or whatever, or just to be relatable, to have someone say, I can totally relate to that. Made me feel better. made me feel less alone. When you guys send us the messages, it means more than anything in it. And it allows us to have that drive to continue because there's been times where we were like, I don't, are we full still stop. doing this? Wait a second. Is that the right term? Full stop. What does that mean? Full stop. The kids are saying it. Full stop. I don't. Hard stop? Hard stop? I don't no. know. I've never heard someone say full Anyways, stop. Anyways, uh, full send. Oh, it's full send. What's that mean? <laughs> what is that? I, I hear the kids I say it. What does that mean? I want to use it. I want to use it. Yeah, for sure. Full send. It's full send. What does that mean, though? I don't know. Use it in a sentence. Okay, full send. Uh, <laughs> here's how it goes. Uh, there's been many. There's been one time. In, like, literally, there was one time that Brittany and I, we decided, let's go out for dinner. Let's sit down and have yeah. a conversation about whether or not this podcast is worth moving forward with. Because we're now in a season from a business standpoint, there's been a ton of growth. Super happy about that. But it comes it comes with a lot of time. Our kids are getting older. They're playing organized sports. Those are taking a lot of our time. So we had this conversation like, hey, is this is thing, it worth is it worth doing it? And I shit you not, we sat down to have this conversation. We're talking, we're having a good little powwow about it. And the table across from us comes up and says, hey, I hate to interrupt you guys. 
are you by any chance the Laughing Couple podcast? And we said, why, yes, we are. And they said, oh my God, thank you so much. And went on this tear about how much we helped them out in a certain situation. I looked at Brittany and I'm like, well, how do we stop it now? <laughs> I know. It was very much like, I feel like the universe just validating that this is something that we, although a lot of work. We enjoy is, it though. That's the do. big thing. We enjoy it. We this do. has been fun. And we're going to talk about some fun things that yes. have happened on this podcast. Some really insightful things. Things. And like, hey, well, not, if you not just talk about it, we're lit. We've literally pulled clips from some of the funniest episodes that you guys can rehear. I actually forgot about them. I love how you just said we. Well, we Jake, didn't Jake pull did. any of these. Our team. Jake is the best. Jake, the man. He does all of our editing. He does all, all of those incredible videos that like look like commercials done by Jake. He's yeah. the let's, man. Let's be honest. Brittany and I are creative and we enjoy showing up. But all the stuff that actually happens to make this thing happen, that's that's Jake. Yeah. He's an and Jake, wizard. Jake's got a couple of uh, his favorite episodes. Uh, we're going to go through that today as well. Yeah. But before we start, let's do what we normally do. Let's do the I love you and you're <laughs> let's annoying. Let's talk shit about each yeah, other. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into this. Ain't, well, this, I already this know ain't what yours pretty. is going to be. This ain't all so pretty. You know what mine's going to be? I guarantee I know. Oh, please tell me. Okay. Uh, is it have anything to do with cheese and crackers? No. Oh, okay. What's yours? But you know what? That oh, was annoying yeah, to me. I knew that was going to be up there. Anyways. That is so annoying to me. You only get me. to pick one. So oh, I'm going to go one. with that one. I'm <laughs> going I'm saying well, I'm going to write down the other one. I'm going to save it cuz the other one bothered me a lot. Okay. But now that I think about it, that's a really this is amazing. I'll tell you why. Full send. Um, Stop. <laughs> I'll tell you why thing. I like this one. I like this one because if you go back a couple of episodes ago, this example was the example you used in the I love you and you're annoying, but in reverse. Yeah. Of undermining. It's not the same, but it has the same undertone, which is undermining. It's not, but go ahead. So on the weekend, Riley wanted some lunch and I, well, I wanted Riley to have some lunch and she wasn't really interested in the idea of lunch. But I said, you got to eat, Riley. You got to eat. You got to eat. What can I make you? And she said she wanted crackers and cheese. And in my head, I want her to eat a thicker, bigger, heartier meal than crackers and cheese. There's nothing wrong with crackers and cheese. Let's be very clear. But I did not want her to have crackers and cheese because the only thing that she had had up to that moment in time was a protein shake, like a smoothie, right? And so I wanted her to have a real meal and I was going to make this real meal and she only wanted crackers and cheese. So I'm asking her all of these things. And then you said, and you were in the room. I know you heard the conversation. You said, why can't she have crackers and cheese and, um, turkey bites, turkey for, bites protein. for protein in front of our daughter. Mm -hmm. I had just said, I didn't want her to have it. I told her no. And you said, instead of pulling me aside and saying, well, right, what's wrong with protein? What's wrong with this? You didn't. You said in front of her, why can't she have that? Mm -hmm. Straight to the moon, Alice. Straight to the moon. Normally, I think that I would have been more receptive to being apologetic in that situation. But I think, to be honest, I think that you felt... A little like I don't know what to do this weekend because Brittany's doing everything for the birthday party, and so I feel <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, hold this on. is gaslighting. This is my this is no, gaslighting. You are this you is my, literally I love you and you're annoying. I'm allowed to say no. Are you not allowed to? Are you not? Are you not responding to? I'm mine? going to let me talk. I feel uh, like <laughs> somebody's you, watching me. I feel like you 
were like trying to find something because you knew I was frustrated with you this weekend. I feel like you were um, harping on me for this specific situation because it was like, well, like Brittany's not doing something right. However, if it was any other time, I don't think that this would have been that big of a deal. Like, I think that you would have been like, okay, I get it. Because I said to you right away. Can someone pull on. up the English hold dictionary on. for I gaslighting? Because I'm pretty confident can you this let is me it. Finish? You yes. always do this to me. Go ahead. I literally said to you right after, I'm I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to undermine you. I literally asked, why why can't she have crackers and cheese and turkey bites? And you were like, it's not about the food, it's about you undermining me. And I said, I agree. I'm sorry, that wasn't my intention. I'm actually asking you, like, why can't she have like a charcuterie? Because that's that's a light lunch and she's gonna have a bigger dinner. And then you just wouldn't hear it. You wouldn't hear my apology. I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is not what I was meant. Like, I wasn't meaning to do that. You were just pissed off. You were in a shitty mood. So you got mad at me for that, even though I apologized. I understand why it was frustrating. And I'm, again, apologizing. I'm not gaslighting you. I'm telling you, this is my perspective. When somebody shares a perspective, it's not gaslighting. I'm saying this is how I was feeling. I'm not saying you're wrong. So here's the best part about this. So here's, you're not sharing your feeling. You're sharing how you think my feeling is. You're saying that I think this is why you think this way and you're wrong for thinking this no, way. No, I'm not. I never said you were wrong once. You're, I never said you were you're, wrong. You're literally saying the only reason this bothered you is because this is how you were feeling in that situation. That I is say that, not how I, I was feeling in the situation. I feel, I feel like you you were harping on me because- You were looking for something to be upset I about. No, I, I wasn't looking for something okay. to be upset about. And I just got upset about you're it. You're allowed to say that. I'm also allowed to say I feel like that's how it was going. And you just said, no, it's not. No problem. Not. Accepted. Okay. I'm, if I was gaslighting you, I'd be like, shut up. This is, is what it is. Like, I've, I'm not. I've, For somebody I who hates like the word were. gaslighting, you are like misunderstanding. I don't hate the word gaslighting. Yeah. I don't hate the word gaslighting at all. I hate it. when people call me a gaslighter. Well, sometimes you do gaslight me. <laughs> this podcast is supposed to be fun. <laughs> like, this is like beginning of, se- this is season four, beginning and end. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Okay, no mine is mine We're is making very an announcement simple. today. This is it. This is, is over. Mine is very simple. I, as you know, was very busy all weekend setting up for Riley's birthday. And I already had a very brief conversation with Ryan, but I did say, like, I from the start of like the planning for the decorations for her party, putting out the invites, making sure everybody's available. That was on me. I, I enjoy doing the theme. So I never would think that that would like would fall on you because I do like it, but like to be doing everything all day and then cleaning everything up, which is, I don't know, the air fryers are still the fuck upstairs soaking just FYI. Those are, that's that's from a new, that's from a new, uh, a new, yes, that's a new cook. From yesterday. I cleaned them and recooked. From yesterday. Just to be clear, they're not, they're not, they're not, <laughs> the, they're not the OG oh. dirty uh, air fryer. My, I cleaned them listen, and then cooked again. My I love you and you're annoying <laughs> is twofold. One, Just I asked clear. you, for me, it's like, okay, Britt's doing all of this other stuff. What else can I do to kind of like help alleviate some of the stress? So I had asked you at one point in the day, I'm like, hey, can you clean out the kids lunches in the sink so that I can like just sort through all this stuff. And there was a bunch of other dishes in the sink. Did you not only clean out the kids lunches and put those aside and left every other freaking dish in the sink? 
I'll be honest with you. I, I was so mad. I couldn't answer this question because I don't remember. Yeah, it was it was really annoying. I'm I do like, remember oh, I cleaning I'll out clean those things else. that you asked me to clean out. Yeah, it was just like You're it was welcome. It was the bare minimum. And then I still haven't got like a hey Britt, thanks for doing all of that for our what daughter. are you talking about? I, I literally never once said that to you. I literally no. hugged and embraced you, kissed you on the neck, and said thank you. No, you didn't. You you came up to me and you said, come. Come, let's hug. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I want some love. There wasn't a, I really appreciate all of the stuff that you did for our daughter and made her feel so special. I really appreciate I'm going to write you in blood. You did? How much I appreciate you. everything you did. Thank I'm going to cut my own finger. Let's move on. I'm going to cut my own finger. Okay. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits, to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Let's move on to something funny, okay? So the next, the last part of this podcast, we are going to introduce some of the clips and then they're going to be inserted and you guys are going to laugh or you're going to cry or you're going to walk away with something. There's a lot of takeaways. Big old takeaways. So the, let's start with one of our very first episode. It's called, it's just called Ugly Babies. You know, we were like, we got to find a, a title that was very perfect and there was a hook to it. So this episode is an intro. It's our very first episode ever. So please don't hate on us because the audio is probably crap. Yeah. The idea of the ugly baby is pretty simple if you think about it. We believed we're going to start a podcast and we're going to talk about real things. We're not going to candy coat it. We're not going to sugarcoat it. Our kids, 
one of them in particular was not the best looking baby when they came out. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. A little, like a couple of weeks later, she was fine. Un- unbelievably beautiful. And you know what? Even if she wasn't, who cares? We love her. Who cares? But what we were saying was on this podcast, if you recall, and if you don't, you're about to hear it yeah. anyways. Nobody says, nobody says what they're thinking. Oh, your baby's so cute. No, she's not. Don't lie to me. Take I a, now don't trust you guys. Take a listen. Take a listen. Yeah, but here's the thing. People lie to you. They do. They lie to you. You're I, I don't lie to people. You just don't say anything. I say cute. No, no don't. I don't. I don't no, say don't. anything. You're That's true. Like, I don't like, even say cute. No, you know what you're saying? You say. So you're precious. Like, who, you're like, who's this little, who's this little one? And then they say, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, buckle up. Oh, <laughs> I've never said that. Buckle no, up. But, it's going to be a real ride. Okay. This is so weird to record, know, by is, the way. It is. Okay. So the next the next one, I'll do one more funny one and you can put in like a profound one. But the next one, and it's one of our top listened episodes ever, is called Bait and Fart. This episode was so off. Like, the what's that? What's that term? Off the, like off the Deep shoulder? End? No, no, no. But like off cuff, off the cuff. Like off it, the there, rails. There it was, went off yeah, the rails. It did. It was not planned. And we had one of the funniest conversations ever about queefing. So just, just the give po- it. I don't even remember what the beginning Me of the neither. podcast was. I have no idea what we were intending to talk about. No. It just, the, the word queef came up. And now and, we created and the word And then we created vart. the word vart inside that. And the whole last 10 minutes of the episode, I couldn't breathe. I, mean, I couldn't, I, I couldn't breathe. Wheezing. I couldn't tell you what the first part of the episode was about. And Ryan's laugh is such a contagious laugh. So you're going to love this one. Yes. The first time I experienced the VART. Yeah. I I I actually thought that she farted, right? right? Which we were thought was like super giggly. And then I was like, oh, oh. I'm like and then you know she was worried out because clearly it was her first VART. I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally tell by that. So mortified. I broke her vert her VART cherry. Cherry. <laughs> Just another notch under my belt. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, this poor girl, this poor girl, this poor girl varded on me (laughs) and I kind of like sat back and I looked at her face and she was, she, let's just put it this way. There was no water bottle for her to crinkle up. It was just me me and her. So she knew I didn't do it. And I certainly knew I didn't do it. So I just assumed it was her. (laughs) I tried to be all like, uh innocent about it yeah. and be like it's okay like it's okay did you still think she farted i totally thought she farted okay so did she tell you no she's like i've never i've never well she didn't say vart yeah. she's not never queefed before i'm like <laughs> oh i was a queef oh my <laughs> I, God. Thought was a, I totally thought you shit pants <laughs> okay and we're back <laughs> and and we're back i hope you enjoyed that little queef <laughs> <laughs> all right so this podcast, although it's this, it's the Laughing Couple podcast, what means so much to Brittany and I is that we have the privilege of bringing on some unbelievably talented intellectual individuals who are literally out there trying to make a difference in people's lives, mainly in relationships. And so we get to interview these people, we get to have these conversations, and there's a couple of them that just... Stick with you. They just stick with you. And because we're parents uh, and because it's our daughter's ninth birthday today, the one episode that Mm. really hit me and like still hurts me was episode 112 with Melody. And she had stated that um, by the time kids, girls, by the time girls hit 
nine, I think it was nine. Yeah, eight or nine. They stop being their authentic selves and they start being a version of themselves that they think society's supposed to be. That they think society wants them to be. They just stop being the creative, outgoing versions of the innocence is gone. And it's like, oh, this is how the world wants me to show up. I'm going to start showing up like that. It crushed me. I remember listening to her and like my whole face was like, I'm not going to get through this podcast. She touched on to just having like a child up until eight years old has all of the things that they kind of learn and have to like make them their true selves, like up until eight. So the likelihood of them changing who they are after eight is very low. And we were like, oh my God. So take a listen to this. I think you, you might maybe not need tissues, but just really hear it. I remember we were in the Dominican Republic on a family trip and they were holding hands and they were skipping waves on the beach. And I was watching them and I was like, dealing with things in my own life and thinking of some of my clients. And I thought to myself, look at them. So in the moment, look at them. So mindful. They're like, they don't have a care in the world. They're not thinking about what happened an hour ago. They're not thinking about what's going to happen a month from now, no future tripping here, just like being purely joyful in the moment. And I thought to myself, what is it that happens between that beautiful age And then when kids get into adolescence and older, and there's this crazy stat that a girl's self-confidence peaks at age nine, which is a stat I could not live with. So is is that crazy? Like nine, they have their entire world ahead of them and they're peaking. So all of these different things were, were contributing to my, to the panging on my heart to get out there and create something for girls so we can earlier than nine if possible, but of course for all ages, um, get them to know that that power exists inside of them. Talk to them about gratitude, talk to them about um, how they actually get to choose their thoughts, how they are responsible for the world that they see. They get to choose their words. That was such a good one, wasn't it? I loved her. (laughs) I loved her. She was great. She was was great. great. I was not anticipating that. It when we got that podcast back to us, it was like a woman empowerment. And yeah. I thought, okay, well, I'm the odd man out in this situation. Uh-huh. And the way that she spoke, I couldn't stop being dad. Mm-hmm. And man, oh man, she hit me right in the in the chest with that one. Okay, this next one is a funny one as well. Um, it's episode number six, I believe, and it's called Intimacy Ninja. So you love the early oh, podcasts. God, they're so have you funny. listened to our original podcast? They probably suck. No, I haven't, but I've just like I fast forwarded to some the situations. Parts. Yeah. Then it makes me laugh. Um, the intimacy ninja is basically Ryan and I are telling a story about doing the deed and, uh, Riley comes in and it is so embarrassing, but it was very relatable because we had a lot of people write in their own stories about their kids catching them. And it's just, it's one of those just relatable parenting moments where you're like, holy fuck, have we scarred them for life? Here we Mom? go. Dad? Take a listen. I tap you on the ass a couple of times to be like, stop. Okay, but what but what, you, what I didn't know is I thought you were being like sexual. I thought you were giving me like a like a little tippy tap like tap Like a kinky tap tap. Like, hey, we're in the red room. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, why is he tapping so gently? Like, this is kind of strange to me because it's like a gentle, like, like if you're going to tap me, 
Like you were tapping me, like you were like some timid like, Peter Rabbit. Like I don't know. I was no, like, I was just a scared shitless father but who so, was so staring eye me. to eye with a, so you're a zombie daughter. And I'm like, as oh my her god, mother's doing weird but things. I didn't know that. So finally, I was like, what the fuck? And I came out from the belly button area situation only to find the middle beach. And he's like three centimeters from my face, and she's like, "What are you doing?" Like, oh and I was like, god. "And so I was like, oh my god, like we're we're just like we're wrestling. I'm checking something on Daddy's thigh, and so then Daddy's you, got a bruise. Daddy's got a bruise on his thigh. Screen, yeah, I'm not going to show you because it's too dark outside. Let's go to bed." She's like, "Can you take me to bed?" So Ryan like scrambles it was and like takes her back to bed. I'm dying because I was honestly like, "What the fuck?" And when we talk you about were so into it, which it was so hot. It was such a great moment. It was horrific. For you me. want to talk about the ultimate I have PTSD. intimacy ninja? I have, oh P- my God. I have PTSD, BJ. <laughs> PTSD, post stress blowjob. Yes. <laughs> that was my ninja. Oh, I thought that was like your transition to the next. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> kind of it. It kind of is. It kind of is. Now, I, I there's going to be a little bit of, I have a feeling you're going to bring in a lot of the humor and I'm going to bring a lot of yeah. the aha moments. We did an episode, episode 42 with Simone and, was it Brendan? Brandon? Brendan? Uh. Brendan. Simone and Brendan, they were from Australia. They were a couple. They split up. Yeah. They decided to write a book about being a couple. And the question was, do you even want to be in a relationship because they work together. They divorced, but they still work together. They separated. They're yeah. no longer together. But then they wrote, they co-authored a book together yeah. about relationships. And do you even want to be in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Which was such a funny concept for us to have here. Yeah. It was one of the biggest takeaways that we use to still this to this day. We refer to it. We've almost coined it ourselves. Yeah. Stole it from them. We lied. Called a creationship as opposed to a relationship. And it has shifted us moving forward. Yeah. Listen to these. You use the term creationship as opposed to relationship. Uh And I would say that they are more in survival mode than anything. So what I really like about this story and what I think is so fascinating is that you can read this, this book you've written, not only to create a relationship, not only to sustain a relationship, but to navigate around one, whether it's working or not working. And a relationship doesn't have to be boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. It can be two people who find friendship after the relationship they, they once defined as a marriage or as a partnership. It's so unique, so yeah. awesome. Yeah. And the one thing that was very important to both Brendan and I throughout everything that we do, like the classes that we do, the book, and the book is called Relationship, Are You Sure You Want One? So it's a question. But to us, it it's, was very important that people actually had choice because if you look at history, I mean, marriage was first created to create wealth. Like that's why you got married, you know, mm-hmm. land ownership, et cetera. And then, you know, throughout years it's been for religion and then it's, you know, it was, you know, deemed as terrible and awful if you had a kid outside of wedlock. Like all these different things historically have projected at you that you should be in a relationship and it was better to be in a relationship what we wanted people to have is choice. If you're going to be in a relationship, make it great. Like it should be a choice, not a necessity. And I do get that in our life now, we're getting much closer to that. 
that you, if you want to get married, you get married. If you want to just live together, you live together. It's not considered sin, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, or if you want to have two or three partners throughout your life or 20 partners throughout your life, that's okay too. Because every single person is so different and we should be able to choose what makes us happy, not what makes, you know, society happy. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit good vibes with an S juice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. Episode number 11 is called you're not cool. I think this is the one that we were talking about how like we, we felt like when, when do you become not cool anymore? Like I still feel cool. And we've had a couple episodes talking about this. Oh my God. Sidebar. I need to just, this is the perfect intro to this clip. Oh, I know Ryan exactly what you're is doing. like such a classic fucking guy for dad jokes that don't land this whole episode. Number 11, you're not cool is full of dad jokes. So Ryan just pulled a dad joke. We were, we called to make a reservation. It wasn't a dad joke. Hold on. We called to make a reservation at a dad, at a a dad joke at a restaurant. And uh, we're like, Hey, we need a reso for six people. And the hostess was like, unfortunately we don't take any resos under 10. And uh, he, Ryan goes, well, is it okay if we book it for 10 and then four people just don't show up? <laughs> Hold on, it didn't land. She was like, I don't think that's going to be acceptable. And so then Ryan was like, ah, you know, that was a joke. It was a good joke that just didn't land. Thanks, Hannah. She was like, okay, sir, so is it, Her name do you was understand? Kaylee. No, it was Hannah. Her, it was Kaylee. It was Hannah. Nah. It was Hannah. It wasn't Kaylee. Okay, well. Anyways, I was like crying in the car because Ryan's notorious for that. So listen to some of these dad jokes in, number, in episode number 11. Hey, Brittany, what's the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle? I don't know. Attire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. That's good. I got one for you. Okay. Why do you never see elephants hiding in trees? Why? Because they're so good at it. <laughs> that makes zero sense. Have you ever seen one? No. Thank you very much. What does one boob say to the other boob? Oh, I don't know, but I don't want to hear the rest of it. If we don't get support, people will think we're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what, that did the, what did the banana say to the vibrator? Oh, I don't know. Why are you shaking? She's going to eat me. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we bring it back. Ba, 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 da, ba, da, ba. We wonder, bring it back. I wonder how many times you've made that joke over the first three years. We bring it back. We make a clap. 
Yeah, but I, I, I said different. I know, but it's the I same said we melody, bring it back. Same melody. Yeah. I'm the real melody. Remember that, yeah. girl? Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Going back to like the real stuff, because that stuff's funny. I yeah. get it. That stuff's funny. But on episode 59, we had Abby Metcalf. Now, I actually received a ton of messages, which is very rare for me to get messages from men. Because as we said on a previous podcast a couple of weeks ago, even though your husband agrees with me, he's probably not going to say to you that he agrees with me. Right. Because some of the stuff that I disagree with you, Brittany, for... Although gets you in trouble. It gets me in trouble. Yeah. Anyway, well, so, I, don't, I don't even know what part you're talking about. So Abby was talking about... Because we have this ongoing battle about laundry and dishes and essentially organizing the house and cleaning it up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you had mentioned to Abby that I'm notorious at not putting the dishes away or whatever Correct. it was. And she had a wonderful way of describing me in our relationship. And the, her whole takeaway was you didn't marry Ryan because he's good at laundry. And then she gave a golden nugget, which was never get into an argument about something you can pay for. Mm-hmm. If, but that's not true for everybody. That no, was a hard one. No, it was hard. <clears throat> she wasn't. If, if you, you can't, can't pay if you for can't it, pay then, you, for then, it, then, then fight gonna... about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you fair. can pay for it, then don't fight about it. Yeah. Was her was her big takeaway. But she put it so perfectly from a female's perspective yeah. that felt like it was coming from a male's perspective. It was the fir- one of the first times on the podcast. I actually felt heard. Mm. So (laughs) obviously one of my favorites, take a listen. You're comparing apples and oranges. Yeah. You did not marry Ryan because he puts the dishes away so well. Mm -hmm. You should never be fighting with your partner about something that you could hire someone to do. Mm -hmm. You want to feel cherished. You want to feel like magic when you walk in the room, like his attention is right there. You want to feel appreciated. You want to feel heard. And I do. He's amazing. You want to feel secure? Well, Always. there's something not there or that wouldn't be a thing. I'm telling yes. you. So that's what you got to get to. Yeah. We, we, we don't, mar- I didn't marry Gary because he mows the lawn so well. Like I, Ryan's that's really not good at why it. we do that. I, yeah. I marry, you know, he, he makes me feel amazing. He makes me feel so safe and loved. I hope the audio screws up on that one and there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's got the wave files. Okay. So. I have two stories from this episode that you're going to hear. It's episode 24. <laughs> the first story is we're basically talking about how um, Ryan's face was really swollen. I think you were talking about uh, like you you had allergies or something. And it's a story about him uh, having relations with a girl when he had allergies. So just. Oh, yeah. I just, remember that. Uh, that was the, the old apartment yeah, sesh. Yeah. So oh. just take a listen to this one. I don't like. Enjoy. <laughs> so I was talking to this girl at work and I said, hey, you're single and I'm single. I don't really want a girlfriend. I don't think you really want a boyfriend. But you know what I would really like is someone that I could have sex with a lot. <laughs> and she said, yeah, me too. I'm like, we should do that with each other. So she invites me over to her house literally just so that we can have sex. What she doesn't tell me or neglects to tell me is that she has oh, yeah. two cats. And for those of you who are listening, I am like deathly allergic to cats. <laughs> yeah. Like I, my like face, face my swell face up. swells up like, like hitch. hitch. Yeah. yeah. So we're, you know, we're doing around whatever we're fooling around. I'm like, I, I'm my, my face is swollen, right? <laughs> 
My face is swollen at this point in time, but my nose is constantly running. So anyways, so anyways, we we're doing what we're doing and I've got her on all fours and she's bent over and I'm from behind. Right. And all of a sudden I'm like, I had this like almost like this like pop in my head. And what I didn't realize is that there was this like a buildup of snot in my forehead that okay. released. Okay. And like a pile of snot came from my <laughs> nose and landed all over her back. Ew, stop. <laughs> it's disgusting. She's like, did you no, finish? Here's the worst part about it. I I was so embarrassed. I pretended that I finished. No, you didn't. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that happened unexpectedly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'll go to the washroom. I'll go to the washroom. I gotta, I'll grab some toilet paper and clean this up. I'm like, I'm really sorry. It's been a, a been a few months since I had sex. I totally pretended to be two oh pump Charlie God. because I had snot yeah. all over her back. I to this day, it's probably you one of the most embarrassing things that have ever happened to me. Okay, honestly. Oh. I, I, this is from the same yeah, episode. Yeah, what? Okay. Um, that story, I like when I listened to that and I played it when we were doing our research for this, I was crying. I forgot. I literally forgot that story existed. That, That's how many that we, story lives rent free oh in my, my head. God, it's so funny. Okay. <laughs> for obvious reasons. That same episode, worst. that same episode, we had you guys write into us embarrassing stories like that's happened to you. And this one killed me because you we're like, I think we were drinking in this episode and you went like off the deep end and we're just cackling. You could not pull it together. It involves a girl taking a shower and a face cloth. So just oh, go the ahead and I know take this one. a listen. I know. I remember this one. Enjoy. I'll preface the story by saying my husband, boyfriend at the time, has a hairy ass and I hate oh, it boy. and he knows it. So I was over at his house having a shower and I hate water in my face. So I always hold a face cloth over my face while I wash my hair. So I grabbed the face cloth in the shower, put it over my face, washed my hair. And then I was, when I was rinsing, my nose felt a little itchy, like something was on my face. So I started touching my face and my nose and felt all this stuff. I looked at it and there were all these little teeny black hairs. And I immediately started yelling. He had nared his ass in the shower, left the cloth he used to wipe it off, and now I'm standing there naked with ass hair all over my face. Could you imagine imagine being having your face covered in fucking anal hair? Yeah, well, let's have a let's have a quick conversation because I'll tell you this. One of the coolest things about this experience is that we get to experience this with our families yes. and with our friends. We don't necessarily always talk about them for obvious reasons, but sometimes we get to talk with them and we get to have conversations with our parents. Yes. And we get to find out things about them because here's the thing. Very rarely do you ever ask your parents what it was like to be your age or even have conversations about the firsts for them. 
There's two stories in particular. We'll go back to back. One was your dad's first ever French kiss with your mom and yeah. the experience he had. We were in Florida. Oh, it wasn't my mom. It was your mom. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Are you sure? 100% it was your oh, mom. Oh, okay. We were in Florida. We're sitting on the lanai. We had this conversation. Yeah. The audio is not the greatest, That's funny. but the experience was the best. And then I want to go immediately <laughs> after that to when we were with my parents and we played that game of like, what can you say at the dinner table that but, you could also say in the bedroom? Yes. And my dad- didn't get totally it. fucked it up. So hold on, give them an example because I don't know if the clip's going to say an example. So it would be like, uh, like I, I'm blanking on like what what could be said at the dinner table. Yeah. And so let's not give an example. No, no, let's just know no. that my dad screwed no, it up. No, the example royally. would be like, oh man, I love to eat out. Yes. Works in the bedroom and at the dinner table. Get it? You get it. Got Brian's it. Brian's dad Good. did not get it. Enjoy. Enjoy. The We're first talking. time you got French kiss, you didn't know it was that. I did not know. What oh. do you mean? Did you think it was super weird? Yes. You did. <laughs> I did. I go, ooh, what is she doing? No, you did I, not. I, do you remember that? Yes. We're, We're on, on the bench. bench and did you literally stop her and be Frank like, Frank where are you going? I couldn't speak. <laughs> Two reasons. I was like flabbergasted. Franklin Public School. Franklin Public School. I couldn't even say, <laughs> You're insane. I God it was Was Frenchie just yeah. not a thing or just for you? No idea. What can you say at the dinner table and also in the bedroom? Yes. It's really lovely when the four of us can get together. <laughs> This pie is so good, it's making me come. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where would you say that? You say that at a dinner table. I'm going to puke. You say that at a dinner table. Who says that at a dinner table? You know what, guys? This Salisbury steak is amazing. Someone should fuck me. <laughs> It didn't quite come out the way I wanted. <laughs> you think? <laughs> wow, this pie is so good. I just covered in my pants. Okay, I don't remember the time that, like, the last time I laughed that hard with your dad. I was crying. So we really hope that you, you well, guys my, got my favorite laughs. part about that wasn't what he just. It wasn't what he said. It was how we were like. We all what just looked fuck? at each other like, "What the fuck did you just say?" <laughs> and then it hit him what he said. And then yeah. him trying to save it was I my know. was my it favorite was part. Best. Okay. So we've got, it's not just the two of us as we talked about. We also got Jake. Jake is a huge, huge, huge role in this podcast. This podcast does not do what it does without Jake. And so Jake pulled apart three <clears throat> scenes or three moments in our podcast that he thought were his favorite moments. Two being funny. We'll end with the funny ones, but we'll start with his like aha moment on our podcast. And his aha moment on the podcast was recently we had Humble the Poet on and Humble the Poet talked about, in our podcast, we've talked numerous times about how men try to fix things. We immediately move to fixing things. And Humble flipped that thing on its head and literally blew my mind. And it was the first time I realized and recognized that my trying to fix things was actually not trying to fix things. It was this. Take a listen. As men specifically, what I learned was you know, you know, this culture of like men like to solve, you know, if somebody mm -hmm. comes to, to a man with a problem to solve. So what I realized is that's not, it's not about solving. It's about shutting the other person up. So what happens is this, as a man, when I was in a relationship and when, when my partner came to share their pain with me, I wanted to quickly either solve their problem um, or tell them that somebody else had it worse or tell them that that's not even a problem. And what I learned 
uh, through my work and research with this is really what was happening was they were triggering my pain mm. and I didn't want to feel my pain. And so I wanted to shut them up in any way I could. Empathy is feeling that pain and just being like, let's be in pain together. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let's just hold each other in that pain and not deny this pain. Um, and I think that goes back to helping a person feel seen and heard. Solving somebody's problem doesn't make them feel seen and heard. Okay, the second thing that Jake pulled was... Yeah, let's get into some of the funny things. Because Jake, when Jake wrote me these two things, I thought, you know what? I forgot about these two things. Yeah. And they are funny. Yeah. So if you recall on, a, on an episode, I don't even remember what it was. We went out as a group of adults and I had a little bit of a headache. So to save myself from the headache, right. I decided that I was going to eat an edible arrangement. <laughs> A gummy. As I was leaving the house, I thought to myself, oh, shoot, I forgot to eat that edible arrangement. He was already very high, so he took an, another one. I then took, I proceeded to take another edible <laughs> arrangement, only to realize when we got to the restaurant and the first one had started to really kick in, in about a half an hour, I'm going to be in trouble. Just listen to and this. And here's the, that story. <laughs> this is the aftermath. And we get to the restaurant. I look at Ryan and he's like, I, I wanted to take an edible. I'm like, oh, did you take one? He goes, well... You know, I can't remember if I've taken a five. So I like went ahead and and like, I took another one. I'm like, (laughs) so Ryan's sitting and he ordered like a sandwich and fries. And for like, I want to say five to 10 minutes, (laughs) he was dipping his fries in what he thought was his dip. Okay. And so all of a sudden Ryan looks up and like accuses everyone. Hey. Who took my dip? <laughs> but the best part is Ryan never had dip. I never had dip. He was just, <laughs> just, he was just doing the action of dipping. And I think it's because Steve <laughs> beside you had dip and you were maybe just like looking at him. I was watching him dip while like, I was dipping and eating. Fully accused everyone at the table. And then like 10 minutes later, after we were done talking about it, I had dip with my tacos and you're like, Brett, did you take my dip from my fries? I was like, no, Ryan, like no one took your fucking dip. Okay, this last one, I don't really, I feel like it's very embarrassing that we're ending with this one, but it's one of the most, it, if not the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. We were in Florida last year. This is my favorite thing that's ever happened to you. And uh, the day before we had went to, I can net crackle, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. And it was eating foods that I usually never, ever eat. My stomach was off. It's always off during vacation. And uh, the next day we were in our hotel ready to leave for the airport. And my stomach did a thing. It did a thing. And uh, we'll just leave it at that. So we'll take a listen. Enjoy and don't this judge me. shitty story. <laughs> you know when you're like, oh, like I, ha- I have to, do dude. So you kind of just like lift up your like cheek because you know it's probably not going to be a lab one, but you're just a little gonna, airy. Like, just a little, a little airy. airy. Hold on, which is so key because like you know when you like feel the air, it's like just like wow. You're like wow. I went like this, and there was shit all over. <laughs> <laughs> all over my hands like you I, shit on your hand i shit through my leggings <laughs> this has never ever happened to me in the existence of my life you were st- with us yes Brittany. you shit in front of me <laughs> yes but i was like oh. can i have the room key and oh. you're like sure i was like i have to go to the bathroom like i have to go to the bathroom so you're like here you go so then i i waddle to the elevator, go upstairs, and our fucking room key isn't working. I, I honestly didn't even know what was happening. I think I was like, I think I'm, I'm, something's wrong with me. Like, you think? 
usually you get like a, a warning that you're gonna like be like upset down there. It was just like, no, you have to toot. So as we're coming downstairs <laughs> and we walk past the breakfast place, there's poo on the chair. <laughs> you shit on the chair. <laughs> I walked by it and the chair is glossy and there's literally like a poo stain. I was like, oh my God. I was like, start the car. Start the car. Okay. The time has come. We have reached the end of the podcast. Yes, we have. Three years in the books. Brittany, thank you for everything you do for this podcast, inside this podcast, outside of this podcast. Thank you for holding me accountable to oh. this. Oh, you're going to hold my hand? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we made it. Thank you for holding me accountable. Some people would agree. I would not. You are the rock of this podcast. Oh, stop. I love you so much. <laughs> that was such a backsided compliment. Yeah. I love you. Bye. You're getting, you're nothing. You're not going to, you're not going to do anything for me. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, it's over. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.